right, all right, all right. Welcome to Investment Banking Insights, the show dedicated to helping you learn both the technical and non-technical aspects of investment banking, especially if you're from a non-finance background like me, this is the place to be. Hi, my name is Alex Mason and I am your host and I am just so grateful that you're here with me. If you listened to the last episode and went through all those 19 minutes of deep accounting, jumping around financial statements and year one, year two, year three, what happens with a company that does all this different stuff, then you can definitely handle this episode. This one is going to be a lot shorter and a different situation. So we're going through accounting fundamentals right now. And the scenario that I want to present to you today is what happens when a company sells a product for $20 at a cost of $10. So selling it for $20 cost of $10. What happens? So let's go ahead and walk through the financial statements here. Well, first we'll start with the income statement and hey, we're selling something. So we know the income statement is going to be affected. So if we sold a product for $20, revenue is going to increase by $20, which is great. But then we know that it costs us $10 to create this product. So our cost of goods sold increases by $10 as well. So what happens when we take away revenue minus cost of goods sold? We get our pre-tax income, right? And of course, there are other operating expenses, but we're assuming that those remain unchanged in this scenario. So $20 minus $10 equals $10 increase to the pre-tax income of this company. And let's assume a tax rate of 40%. So 40% of 10 is 4. So that means 10 minus 4 gives us a net income number of $6. So our net income is going to increase by $6 as a result of this sale. Let's go ahead and take this number over to the cash flow statement. So we have an increase in $6 at the top of the cash flow statement. And in the operating cash flow section, we have to adjust for working capital changes. And remember, working capital, it's current assets minus current liabilities. So it's all of those things that are being used in the business right now to help the business operate. And in this case, we sold something and then it cost us $10 to do so. So we need to account for those $10 here again in the operating cash flow section. And what that means is we're going to add it back. Since we sold $10 worth of inventory, we decreased our current assets. And so we have an increase to our cash flow of the same amount. So an increase of $10. So that means our operating cash flows increased by a total of $16. We have the plus $6 from net income. We have the plus $10 from adjusting for the working capital changes with the, with the inventory. And there are no other changes to the cash flow statement in this scenario. So that means our overall cash flow increased by $16. If we take this now to the balance sheet, looking at the asset side, our cash line item increased by $16. And then we also know that our inventory goes down, right? Because we sold something. We no longer have this inventory in stock. We sold it for 20 bucks, but we had it on the books for inventory as being valued at $10. So $16 minus $10 gets you positive $6 on the asset side of the balance sheet. Let's look at the other side of the balance sheet now, liability side and shareholders equity side. Well, there's nothing really changing happening here with liabilities, so no changes there, but our shareholders equity increases by $6 as a result of the increase in net income. So we have plus six on the asset side, 
plus six on the shareholders' equity side and no changes to liabilities. Therefore, our balance sheet balances. And that's what happens to the three statements here. So what are the key concepts here that we're really getting at? Well, when a company sells something, we have to remember that the income statement is always affected. So that's why we had adjustments to revenue. We had adjustments to cost of goods sold. And then likewise to pre-tax income and net income. That's what happened on the income statement. On the cash flow statement, we have that connection between net income and the top of the cash flow statement. That's always there no matter what. So we discussed that. But the thing that honestly tripped me up when I was first studying this concept was this adjustment to working capital. That tripped me up at first. And I had to think about it a little bit before I understood it. When your current assets are decreasing, it frees up your cash flow. So cash flow increases. That's why we're adjusting for working capital changes and adding back that $10 of inventory. And so we had that plus $6 plus the $10 gives us plus 16. So remember, adjust for working capital in the cash flow statement. And then on the balance sheet, it's pretty typical stuff here. We're adjusting for the change in cash and shareholders equity um, and also the inventory in this case. So no big deal. These are all concepts that you've studied before if you've been listening to other episodes of this podcast. So those are the, those are the concepts that are covered here. And that's pretty much it. So company sells a product for $20 at a cost of 10. That's what happens to the three financial statements. This is what I got for you today on Investment Banking Insights. Again, my name is Alex Mason. I am your host, and I'm so grateful that you're listening. If you're enjoying this show, give it a rating and a review on your podcast listening app of choice. And I deeply appreciate all of the feedback you guys have been giving me. Um, sending me messages and I'm just really grateful that you're here, but definitely subscribe, follow rate and review. Um, I appreciate when you do those things. I'll see you next time. And we'll talk about this concept of negative shareholders equity. Ooh, <laughs> I'll see you next time. Take care.